0: 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning drive. Cordell, let's pick one good thing we like so far, and then let's pick one bad thing that we like thus far. And I'll start because I think that for me, it's going to be the same thing the thing that you like is the thing that you don't like, right? Um, for me, I'm going to go with uh, the offensive line because I felt like uh, Makari and Mustafar played really well um, against the Bengals, and it was and so it was the depth. The depth is what I loved about the offensive line depth. I thought has been really good um, in that regard. But then the bad thing is is that once you start playing, I guess. I'm not saying that the Bengals don't have guys because they do. They do have guys on the line. So this is not me saying that. But once you saw what happened against the Colts game and then you realize that they have to play Miles Garrett and Darius Smith one week and then TJ Watt and other guys the following week, it could potentially be a bad thing. For the Ravens. So the one thing that started off to be good, which was the depth of this offensive line could potentially be a hindrance for them moving forward in terms of what they want to do in the passing game. Um, And it's something that I think that we're obviously going to just be monitoring because we really don't know when Ronnie Stanley or when Tyler Lindenbaum is coming back. We have no idea what the timetable for that is. And so you have to assume that moving forward until further notice, those two guys and Makari and Mustafa are going to be the guys that are going to be on this line. So, uh, you know, it it, it it started off as, wow, these guys are like outplaying the guys on the other side. And even in the beginning of the Colts game, it looked that way. And then somewhere, somehow it just turned to a different story and uh, McCurry just, I mean, he was just getting abused back there, um, by uh, the the linebackers and the in the uh, defensive linemen. So that is something that's concerning me. And that's why I picked, you know, I said, let me go first because it literally is <laughs> the same thing for me the good and the bad. Might be a little bit of ugly sprinkled in there right. when you start looking at the tape for that game on Sunday, but the, I think the ugly is more so forthcoming if those two if the two starters don't come back necessarily than what we saw uh, against the Colts on Sunday. So that is my one good thing and my one bad thing. I do think that they have moments where they play very well, but my concern is is that moving forward, they're about to play much stouter defenses, and we already seen a little bit of struggle, and how are they going to hold up moving forward?
1: Yeah, uh, I guess for me, my good thing so far has been Zay. Zay has been, I think, as advertised um, yeah. he's been an instant impact to the offense. As inconsistent as the offense has been, he has consistently been there for them. Um, and we're used to seeing Lamar go to Mark Andrews as his safety net. It's quickly becoming Zay as yeah. his new safety net right now because he's able to win so quick off the line of scrimmage. He's so shifty. You you get him in those tight spaces, that's where he's at his best. And I I've, I mean we saw him hit down the field in the Bengals game. I think that's going to start happening a little more frequently as well. Um but I I just think Zay puts a lot of pressure on the defense and he is he's really becoming the guy that you have to watch out for in this offense and I'm curious to see what it looks like for him going forward once defenses really start game planning for him. Uh and hey, maybe that's what the Ravens are looking for because then it'll open it up for Mark Andrews to start, you know, going back to the way he used to look. Or maybe Odell Beckham by then will be back, or Bateman will fully be a, a part of this offense. But I, I think Zay to this point has been really impressive. He he hasn't had too many rookie moments. I mean, he still is not. He he may not always know exactly what's going on in the play sometimes but his ability allows him to wing it a couple of times, probably too many times for Tom. Yeah, liking. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like what Zay has given them to this point. Um, if I had to go bad, I'm, I'm kind of going to stick with what I've been saying. I, I am concerned about the run game. I, uh, the defensive, uh, run game. I, I, I worry about that going forward. Um, Michael Pierce has played a lot of snaps in the middle, probably yeah. too many.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And he just, he, he, I like Michael Pierce. He's a skilled big guy. He's a strong guy. Um, He eats up space, but he, he doesn't have a lot of range if that makes sense. And, um, I like Travis Jones probably a little more because he seems to be more of a space eater. He and he's seems also be... a little
0: bit more athletic too. Right. I
1: think. Right. And, and, and I mean, he's done a great job with some of those reach tackles yes. uh, that he's made, even despite being double teamed at times. Um, but I, I don't know. I just think Matt. I, I think Pierce is playing a little too much. And I think Matt Abike is not making a big enough impact in the middle and I think it's going to start putting a lot of pressure on those linebackers and Roquan and Patrick Queen because if the if that front line isn't at least putting up some sort of fight, then you're going to allow these linemen to start getting to the second level, and, and you're going to get to the point to where running back's first contact isn't until four or five yards up the field. And that happened a couple of times in the Colts game with Zach Moss. It was a couple of times I'm seeing him not get his first contact until he gets to the second level. Um, So, I, and I've been saying for weeks, it's not like the Colts game is the one game that's making me say this. I've been saying this really all uh, for since the start of the season, even before the season, when I was saying that Calais, the loss of Calais was a big concern to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think this run game may be in trouble. The question is, are teams truly going to, uh, expose it, I, right? I because wonder. they're
0: probably so concerned about the defensive back right. situation.
1: Exactly. I mean, I, and I, you look at the Bengals game. The Bengals were one dimensional. I thought the Bengals really helped them out uh, by not, and even even in the Monday night game against the Rams, I thought Mixon had his moments. But they're still reluctant to run the ball, even with Joe Burrow on a bum calf right now. Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy to me. Um, but you're about to go up against the Browns. You're about to go up against the Steelers. Both of those teams are going to run the ball. They're both going to run the ball, and they're going to stay committed to the run game, which is what the Colts did. The, when you run for over 30 times, that's a true commitment to the run game. That's what you're going to see from the from the Browns. Granted, the, it wasn't that type of day for the Browns this past week. I'm curious to see if the Ravens can force them to be one-dimensional this week. Um, With Nick Chubb gone, this was the first game without Nick Chubb, and the run game wasn't as good as it was in the past. Yeah, but, you
0: know, look, Kareem Hunt has been in that offense. He knows what it's like, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Still, still yeah, I mean, I, I
1: think that they're still going to run. the. It's their yeah. identity. I, you know, that, that's who they are. And you, with the Steelers, they've got two backs that they feel comfortable going out there and, and running the ball with. So I, I think they're really going to get tested this week. And if, if they can't, if this is truly a weak spot of that defense, That's going to make it even worse because now you're going to open it up for play action to really start biting you because now they're you know, once they establish the run, that play action is going to bring everybody up. That allows them to already take advantage of the run production they've gotten, but also now take advantage of your banged up secondary down the field, which they have been able to keep the lid on that defense to this point in the season but once you start allowing teams to get comfortable in that play action that's when those big plays start opening up so I I just hope that the that their uh their inability to to really stop the run doesn't end up hurting their pass defense on the back end